Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Ico Outkick Studios. A lot was going on last week while I was down at the beach. And we got to start off with the absolute insanity that is Antonio Brown. I'm fascinated by Baker Mayfield. I got a lot to get to, but let's start off with Antonio Brown. I think Antonio Brown either has gone insane or he's got CTE. They may both be connected. Think about this dude since he got traded to the Oakland Raiders. He got everything he wanted and more in leaving the Pittsburgh Steelers. He walks out on his team. He doesn't play the final game of the season. He spends the entire offseason basically saying, my relationship with Ben Roethlisberger is over. I need a new start, a fresh start somewhere else. And what happens when he gets traded to Oakland? He gets all the money he could ever want, all the guaranteed money he could ever want, $15.6 million he's going to make this year. Next year, he's on tap for $17 million. The year after that, $17.5 million. Over $30 million guaranteed. Over $50 million on his new deal. And this guy is showing up with fake helmets that he got painted himself and his shoes. I mean, his feet are frozen because he didn't have shoes when he was doing cryotherapy in France. I mean this honestly. When this dude got hit by Vontez Perfect a couple of years ago, I think 
he might have officially gotten knocked into crazy town. There have always been wide receivers who are incredible divas. But just think about the head-to-toe issues, literally, that the Oakland Raiders have right now with Antonio Brown. Reports are, if you haven't seen them, that Antonio Brown is considering not showing up to play because the helmet that he's typically worn in his career has been outlawed because it doesn't offer enough protection. Simultaneously, he has not practiced because he was in France in a cryogenic chamber, I guess it's called, cryotherapy, whatever you want to call it, which is where they put you in the extreme cold and you're supposed to wear shoes and he didn't wear shoes and so he somehow got his feet injured in a cryotherapy session. And he nobody knows really where he is. He showed up in Napa in a hot air balloon for the Raiders. This is the time, if you are Antonio Brown, that you need to be working with your brand new quarterback in Derek Carr to establish some form of rhythm. It's not like he's still in Pittsburgh and he's playing with Ben Roethlisberger and they've played together for so long that they know each other perfectly. He doesn't know Derek Carr. He doesn't really know the system that's going to be put in place by John Gruden. He doesn't know most of his teammates. And he's getting old helmets painted, uh, his old Steelers helmet painted with the Raiders logo and trying to walk out at practice wearing it. And he's getting obsessed with whether or not he can wear the right helmet. And he's got a grievance pending with the league. This is crazy. I mean, legitimate crazy talk. Now, there's a possibility all this is being created for hard knocks, but the first hard knocks was incredibly boring, and it doesn't seem like Mike Mayock and John Gruden really want any fireworks associated with the, the season of hard knocks. And so remember, the team gets the opportunity to sign off on everything that goes up on hard knocks. So they watch the raw cut. They sit around. I actually think the Hard Knocks crew had footage they weren't able to use, which might explain why they had 20-year-old blocking sled footage from John Madden that they randomly put in the first episode of Hard Knocks. And oh, by the way, that 20-year-old footage of John John Madden talking about the blocking sled was more interesting than anything that happened in the actual first episode of Hard Knocks. Unless that's the reason why Antonio Brown is acting up about his helmet. And unless that's going to be a massive storyline on Tuesday when the next Hard Knocks drops on HBO, this is, I think, really legitimate sign that Antonio Brown has been wearing the wrong helmet for too long. That he's been hit too many times. This guy's gone off the deep end. And I don't know what you do if you are John Gruden and Mike Mayock, but Crazy Town has come to your team. You've given Crazy Town $33 million guaranteed. And in a year when your quarterback in Derek Carr basically has to prove himself, and really it's year two when John Gruden effectively has to prove himself, I think this is rolling towards a disaster. Remember when everybody was worried about Odell Beckham Jr.? How much have we heard about Odell Beckham Jr. since the preseason started with the Cleveland Browns? Odell has been pretty quiet. 
He's been in camp. He's shown up. He's been working on his chemistry and his timing with Baker Mayfield. Week one of the season, there's an awful lot of excitement about what that Browns offense is going to be capable of. Compare that with Antonio Brown, who still hasn't managed to do anything with his new quarterback and is every single day, it seems like, creating a new ridiculous story. And I mean this honestly. I think that there has to be some fear that he's gone off the reservation and he might have CTE already. I I mean this legitimately. He's taken a lot of hits over the years at wideout. Is it possible that he's starting to manifest some of the signs of CTE at this point in his career? The white, the, the, the gold mustache. Like you start to add up all the different things, throwing stuff off of his balcony, all of the strange comments on social media that don't really have any rhyme or reason, inability to understand how others perceive him. Remember when he posted on Instagram an email or D, I guess it was a DM from Juju Smith-Schuster that he thought made Juju Smith-Schuster look bad when Juju was reaching out for help with Antonio Brown while he was still playing at USC and said, hey, I'd love to learn from you. And everybody who saw that direct message was like, man, this is the most respectful possible thing you could send to someone when you're a college kid and you're hoping to one day aspire to be on the same level as that other uh, the, the, the professional. The whole way that he forced himself out of Pittsburgh and a lot of people in the media came out in defense of Antonio Brown. How dumb do those people look now? The Steelers look like they have just dodged a massive bullet. I don't think that the team is going to be overwhelmingly hurt by not having Antonio Brown. And I think that the Oakland Raiders are descending into crazy town as we watch. Now, John Gruden came out and tried to defend Antonio Brown. But even in that defense, you got the sense that John Gruden is saying, what in the world has happened in the NFL since I left the first time that we got guys this crazy? And what Antonio Brown's got to be concerned about is on his road to crazy town, if he's not already at crazy town, he's become, he's past T.O.ville. Remember when T.O., was doing all of the uh, the press conference at the front yard while he was doing sit-ups shirtless and everything was blowing up in his tenure with the Eagles. And eventually, even though T.O. was a great football player, there was just too much noise surrounding him, by and large, unless and until he ended up with a quarterback who was so good that he was able to put him in his place and say, hey, T.O., you just go be a star player. Kind of what you got with Tony Romo at the end of T.O.'s career. I'm not sure that Derek Carr is a good enough quarterback to tell Antonio Brown, hey, man, just show up and play wide receiver. We need you out on the field. Because these two latest absurdities head to toe. The cryotherapy feet frozen incident, this is something you can't even make up. Also, how dumb do you have to be to not wear shoes? Why would you even think to do this 
and not listen to people when they tell you to put shoes on unless you had some sort of mental issues already. And then the helmet? This is crazy. Everybody else in the NFL plays by the same rules. There can't be that much of a difference when it comes to what helmet you're going to wear. If you told me tomorrow, Clay, you have to write on a new laptop because your old laptop isn't allowed anymore, I'd find a new laptop. I wouldn't spend hours in a grievance over whether I should be able to wear an old helmet that doesn't protect me enough because, by the way, the reason that you need to wear a helmet that protects you better is maybe so you don't end up like uh, like Antonio Brown is right now. This is insanity. It's absolute craziness. We come back. I'll see if the Raider crew can defend him at all. And I want to dive into Baker Mayfield. I've got a question for you on Baker Mayfield. I was thinking about this when I saw Baker Mayfield shotgunning a beer and playing up to the crowd with the Cleveland Browns. Who is the last rock star quarterback who was a stud in the NFL? We are still in, for the last 20 years basically, the Tom Brady and Peyton Manning era of the NFL where if you want to succeed at quarterback, you emulate Brady and you emulate Manning. Question for you out there. You can reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at Clay Travis. Who is the last great rock star quarterback in the league? The reason why I ask, I don't think we really had one in a very, very long time. And the reason why I ask that question is, is Baker Mayfield going to break the mold that is Brady and Manning, and chart a new course of football dominance? Or are his antics so outside the bounds for quarterbacks that he is going to face significant issues in this, his sophomore season of the NFL, and he might have a second-year jinx? We're going to talk about it. I'm Clay Travis. This is Outkick. Happy to be back, hitting the ground running. Uh, In hour two, by the way, uh, we are going to talk. Uh, we got the, I think, a pretty cool guest. I'm curious how this is going to go. I don't know him uh, very well. I've never met him, I don't think. Uh, but we have got uh, Kurt Bush on. I think that's going to be pretty good. Start of hour two. Hour three, Alex Marvez will join us. He's been jumping around all the different NFL training camps. We'll get the absolute latest on the NFL season and all the controversies from him. Uh, but when we come back, the Raider Nation will try to defend Antonio Brown. I'll ask that question about Baker Mayfield. Best rock star quarterback. Is it possible to live the rock star lifestyle and be a stud, Joe Namath style, it used to be, in the NFL? Or is the Brady and Manning sort of example that they set over the last generation what is required today to be a great NFL quarterback? Appreciate you guys hanging with us. I'm Clay Travis. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o -O who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or used car. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. It's a confident show. Got a list here of Antonio Brown-related incidents just in the last year-ish, all right? You tell me whether or not this sounds like a guy who's 100% healthy. Um, this goes back to, remember the first time that I really remember Antonio Brown beginning to become kind of a crazy distraction 
was when he carried the Facebook Live. Do you guys remember this? When he put the Facebook Live on during the Steelers celebration of their win over the Kansas City Chiefs. And it was like, why in the world would you decide? And he caught Mike Tomlin saying, you know, we're going to kick their ass, uh, talking, I think it was about the Patriots. Uh, and that was on Facebook Live, streaming from the locker room speech. And then uh, that was really the first time, I think, for a lot of people, he started saying, what in the world is he thinking? And then uh, the next, uh, that, that was in uh, 2017. I would say that's the beginning of kind of him starting to lose things a little bit. And then he shows up, it really kind of starts off in 2018 is when things, and this is after the Vontez Perfect uh, hit, things really start to fall apart for him. Uh, he shows up four hours late for an event at the Children's Hospital um, and doesn't ever give any explanation on what's going on. People said, well, this is, this is last offseason. That's really a weird situation. Uh, he threatens to beat up a reporter in September of last year after an unflattering article saying, wait until I see you, bro. We're going to see what your jaw like. Uh, in response to a critical tweet saying Big Ben was the person responsible for Antonio Brown's success, uh, Antonio Brown tweets back, trade me, find out. Uh, after a loss to the Chiefs, Brown doesn't show up on Monday. He said he was pissed off because we suck. Remember this, uh, during a bye week, he threw furniture off a 14th-story balcony uh, and got sued over almost hitting a kid based on that decision. The next month in the offseason, he was clocked driving over 100 miles an hour, which is 55 miles per hour over the posted speed limit. He told police he was late for a team meeting, driving again 145 he constantly started taking to social media uh, to uh, to post all sorts of wacky stuff. He didn't show up for practice after having a, a temper tantrum in a Week 17 game, a pivotal game against the Bengals. Showed up to the game, uh, but then was told he wasn't going to play. Left that game at halftime. Got into an incident with uh, the mother of his child. He dyed his mustache blonde. Named himself Mr. Big Chest during a post-workout Instagram Live video. Said in an ESPN interview, I don't need the game. I don't need to prove nothing to anyone. If they want to play, they're going to play by my rules. And his first uh, Raider press conference, he says, uh, there will be a new standard. There will be fines. We're going to change things here. But then shortly after that press conference, he goes on Instagram. He's upset about Juju Smith-Schuster being named the MVP of the, 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 the Steelers and says, boy, fumbled the whole postseason in the biggest game of the year. Repost that text from Juju. Uh, like I said, I think it was a DM from when Juju was at USC. And then he comes to a Raiders camp in a hot air balloon. He has a crazy foot frostbite incident from a French cryo chamber. Posts his feet on Instagram. And now he's threatening to retire because the NFL won't allow him to wear his favorite helmet. We got Raider fans on this show. Defend your boy, Danny G. Do you think, in all honesty, I think that he may have CTE. Like, if you if you look at his behavior, I understand the argument of money makes you more of what you already are. 
Money is basically a megaphone. You grab it. It allows you to scream out and define yourself in a way for everybody else that maybe they didn't know before. But Antonio Brown has had money for a while. In the last couple of years, he seems to have taken a detour directly to crazy town. He got everything he said he wanted. Money, new start, all the respect from his coach and uh, the general manager. They traded for him, specifically said we wanted him, and none of the drama or craziness has evaporated. This is what Antonio Brown is. In all honesty, is it crazy, crazy of me, based on his behavior, to think that CTE might be involved in some way? The only thing I would agree with you on as far as CTE might be that really bad blonde mustache he had. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not sure what's real because there was a report from a Raiders beat writer over a month ago that said the Raiders were not going to put Antonio Brown on the field during preseason at all. So I'm not exactly worried about practice because he's been working out with Carr ever since the trade first happened and a lot. So those two already got some chemistry going. Yeah, but I think it's hard. Let me say this. I think it's hard to get chemistry without everybody on the field. Well, let's be him. honest, though. You you tell Antonio Brown, yo, run down the field. I'm going to chuck you the ball when you get separation. I mean, how much timing does Carr really need with Brown? Hell, he played in a Pro Bowl with him, and it looked like they had been playing together I, for five I think, seasons. I think it's a big deal. I, I think when you have a brand-new quarterback and you aren't running around with him, if Antonio Brown shows up on week one – but Clay, they did for that for weeks yards. since the trade, and during that time, yeah, you don't get hold on. You don't get perfect chemistry developed with your quarterback doing. It's not even seven on seven. They don't have any of the offensive right. line. He's not working out with all of his other teammates that are going to be at wide receiver. I think it's a big deal that he's not there. Well, if you clearly were not a, not a perfect fan, situation, you would be saying this guy has taken a train to crazy. Town. Oh, I'm not sure about that because I thought that about Odell Beckham Jr. And you and others have argued on his behalf. But when he was in the news, OK, yeah, that Juju Smith-Schuster stuff happened. But after that, A.B. was quiet for a little while and OBJ was in the news constantly with comments about the Browns. And at that time, I remember you saying on the show, wow. AB's actually the quiet one right now training with Carr, and Odell Beckham Jr. is the one making all the noise. Yeah, but now that camp's back. It's flipped. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I want but let the me guy tell you about the cryo thing, though. When he's actually working on his team. All right, you're too much of a Raider fan. No, no, Eddie, no, 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 no. Dr. Eddie, David is, Chow is was he, on the show when last is he, week. Does he have CTE? Oh, boy. I don't think Antonio Brown has CTE. <laughs> I think he might have CTE. I'm, I'm not even kidding. All. No, I, I'm not even kidding either. I don't think he's Antonio. just a diva wide receiver is what he is. He, he, he's just a guy who loves attention yep. and makes a lot of bad decisions. He's doing this all for hard knocks. Clay, what is, what is, no, what is it real? It wasn't on What's hard knocks. What's real, though? Dr. David Chow was on OutKick last week, and he said he didn't think that the cryo story checked out. Up to that point, I believed it too, but after hearing – at Pro Football Doc say, nope, that can't happen in one of those cryo machines. All of us were kind of scratching our heads like, is that the real story about that? And then there's these bloggers and stories coming out uh, from Pittsburgh saying the ra it's radio silence. The Raiders don't even know where he is. Mike Mayock came out and said he's been in constant communication with him. So unless Mayock is lying, just the haters, we okay. just don't know if, what is happening if you're here. Being, why is he not at training camp? Because of the helmet issue. And your keyboard example doesn't exactly line up because what A.B. said is it affects his vision. You, are, you have taken 
the train to crazy town no, with Antonio Brown. No, I have not. Brown. No, I'm you not. You are the, such the, a delusional the, the Raider fan not, right now. This is not official Antonio NFL Brown, week one. This is preseason if, week one. Yeah, this helmet thing is, Brown, is crazy. This helmet thing is ridiculous. Well, I, I didn't say it wasn't, but I'm saying but don't Clay, say it's, don't tell me it's like a, like, it's a you helmet. Are going but listen, Clay said, SEC Clay football said, fan, no, it doesn't matter. That's not true, Clay. You are, Clay, I'm just saying your example. Your example doesn't line up. You said if I had to get a new laptop, I would just get a new laptop. But if it affected the way you typed your articles, then you might. Every, Be fussy about it. You're kind every, of a diva. Everybody He's been out the best there. receiver in the NFL with with uh, you know the different helmet. I mean, so that's why I'm thinking that it was for hard knocks. Is Danny G gone full SEC fan? I will defend any stupid thing my favorite player or team. I'm does. not defending don't, don't him, forget Roberto. Yep. And Roberto. But, well, but I'm not Roberto defending him. I'm saying we're getting all these mixed messages, so I don't know what None is of the true. messages are mixed. Your boy is crazy. How do you know? You, you sound to like you sound like a guy who's dating a crazy girl, and you that sound everybody like somebody else that knows is you're, crazy. You're talking like and, this is week one of the NFL, and this is going on. And, it's, no, it's no, no, no. You guys are season. full on crazy. Oh, and you said that he needs chemistry with Derek Carr. The, How much chemistry did Amari Cooper have with Dak Prescott when he got traded midseason? It was another it stupid pretty, decision the Raiders made. Oh yeah, you look. You've never said one good thing about the Raiders the entire seven eight years I've known you. Never what once. have the Raiders done that's good in the entire seven or eight years they, that you've so known? So they've me. never done one good thing in eight years. This really. is this is delusional. Okay, fandom. So that you same that same year, crazy that same year Mariota played well. That same year that they both broke their legs on Christmas Eve, they weren't a playoff team. They weren't doing good things that season, Clay. I, I am. You are so off the reservation. You are such a Raider hater that I, I just Danny can't G listen to CT. you. No, you love to pick on the Raiders. So now that Antonio Brown is on the Raiders, he has CTE. Come on. I think. He, I think <laughs> he has CTE. He has Dumb. CTE. Really. Dumb. Is he, look, He's a t- diva. Turn his mic off. He's a diva, Clay. Turn his mic off. As has Danny G. Who is crazier right now, Antonio Brown or Danny G for defending him, Dub? Well, look, I, I respect in a way because I'm the same way with my Spurs and my Auburn Tigers. Even though you know those two organizations haven't been quite as uh, in the news for the wrong reasons, but the the two things that I don't understand at all really is the feet thing is so weird because Danny G is right. We had Dr. David Chow on last week and I mean he was pretty convincing in my eyes when he said that that didn't line up. That didn't seem like the the reason his feet were doing what they're doing. I don't even know what they're doing. They look horrible. They look painful. But the helmet thing is so ridiculous to me. It why would you not want your head to be protected the the best way it can be in a game where I mean he knows better than anybody with that hit he took against Vontez Perfect it takes one hit and you're you're done for a while and it could affect you so I mean these two things are kind of blowing my mind I have no idea what's going on I'm not sure we're going to get any answers from Hard Knocks it, it's possible that this is all going on because of Hard Knocks but it seems so out there and crazy that that's even hard for me to believe they're putting hard knocks on the spot because it's the question of whether or not this is actually an infomercial for the team or not because this is a major story that has to be covered and if it's not then or it's not covered aggressively then it's clear that the Raiders are trying to put out their own you know disinformation camp it's like they are the Iraqi minister of information back in the day uh, coming on and saying all sorts of crazy things that aren't true 
what I would say about Antonio Brown, again, the analogy that I made is pretty straightforward. Like you are required to work within the context of your profession. So every time I get a new laptop and it's not the exact same model of laptop that I had before, as a writer, I sit in front of it where I've written millions of words on it, written books on it, and I think to myself, oh my God, this laptop doesn't feel the same way as the old one, right? I just got a new iPhone because my screen cracked. And my first thought is, oh my God, this iPhone, this new iPhone, it's different than the other one. And then what happens is you get adjusted pretty quickly and you deal with it. And it's not something that is going to fundamentally alter the way that you play. And it's something that everyone else in the entire league is dealing with. It's something that the NFLPA have tried to put in place to avoid you getting severely injured and or ending up with CTE. Now, you don't get CTE from one big hit. If you read League of Denial, the book, you don't get it from one big hit. But what it can occur is over time as you're hit over and over and over again, your behavior alters and can change. And certainly there are a lot of players that that has happened to on the tail end of their career. And so either Antonio Brown is intentionally making up two of the craziest stories that we have ever heard of associated with an NFL player, that his feet are messed up because of cryotherapy sessions in France and that he is refusing to play. And if he's acting, there are reports that he was in a multi-hour phone conversation with the NFL over this grievance that he has filed, arguing that he should be able to wear whatever helmet he wants. If he's willing to do that, then he's either the greatest actor of all time or he's enmeshed in one of the most ridiculous stories that we have ever seen head to toe in the history of the NFL. And I don't think it's made up. I don't think he's an actor. I think both of these issues are really in play. We'll talk to David Chow again this week. We'll see what happens on Tuesday. We'll see if he shows up at all for any of training camp. As I hear Danny G and Roberto fall over themselves to defend Antonio Brown, the only thing I can think of is Ohio State fans with Urban Meyer last season. In fact, there he is. That's Danny G leading the chant for Antonio Brown when we come back. When we come back, final segment, hour one, more on Baker Mayfield, rock star quarterbacks, and Danny G's delusion alongside of Roberto. They're both on the train to crazy town with Antonio Brown. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Right now, it's Kerr Bush. Uh, he joins us. Bristol night race going on this Saturday night. Um, what makes it, Kurt, so wild racing at night? First of all, thanks for joining us, being up early with us. But two, what makes it so wild racing at night in Bristol? For people who haven't been there or haven't really experienced it, what is unique about it? Well, good morning, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those marquee races on our schedule. And, I mean, it's a night race, but it's Bristol. It's uh, the whole stadium atmosphere around that track. Uh, I think a couple of years back, they set a record for college football attendance. It was Virginia Tech, Tennessee, 155,000 people. I was there. It was amazing. Our, around our little track. So it's, it's got that atmosphere, and that's, that's what it's all about. 
Um, I know you are, and we'll get to racing here in a sec. But I know you are a uh, Cubs and a uh, and a Bears fan. You're a Chicago area sports fan. Uh, where were you when the Cubs won the World Series? Uh, I, I got the best and, and kind of the, the worst story at the same time. But I went to Game Five when we won at Wrigley, and it, it was beyond as a Cub fan. I mean, it, I ended up at, at Murphy's or yeah behind center field i don't know which bar it was and eddie vetter starts rolling in there and jamming on the drum set that was was oh that's awesome it was like a repay of all my glorious failures as a cub fan (laughs) uh but i was actually at home um and my ring for my wife's ring for the wedding was getting delivered and she's like are you going to go to the game seven or are you going to stay home i'm like oh probably should stay home for this one so you yeah. stayed. You just watched it by yourself because your wife's ring was getting. Well, like, what were you afraid somebody's going to steal the ring? No, nah, it was a special delivery from Tiffany and Company. The guy came. Ashley, my wife, was there, and we just, we all watched the Cub game together. And yeah, yeah, I could have went, but stayed home with with the wife. Uh, all right, so that that's one. That's a positive story. Where were you when <laughs> the double doink happened for the Bears against the Eagles in the uh, in the playoffs last year? Uh, I was actually watching it on TV with my wife. Um, we were on our race schedule. I don't know which, which city we were in. And she goes, went through? I'm like, yeah, it went through. She goes, no, I, I don't think it went through. I'm like, no, no. Goes, we, we tried to talk it through. But, hey, if you're going to put yourself in position to be relying on the foot of the kicker, then that's, that's kind of the situation you got to end up in. You're going to end up in. Have you ever gotten an update on a sporting event while you're in the car, like on a caution flag or anything else, you know, and you've got your uh, you've got your crew talking to you and there's not really a ton of other things going on? Have you ever gotten an update on a sporting event or something that had nothing to do at all with the race? Nah, no, nah, I haven't gone that far. I, I'm, I'm committed to my, my craft when I'm in the game, so I, I haven't quite got caught up with others while we're, while we're racing. We're talking to Kurt Busch. You can watch him in the Bristol night race on Saturday night. Um, So you've had a lot of feuds over the years. What's the angriest you have ever been in a race car? Like, is there a point in time you remember and you're like, man, this is the absolute maddest I have ever been? It could be when you were 12 years old for all it takes because I know you started racing at a young age. Where, When have you been the maddest, the angriest? Uh, You can't like pinpoint one bad moment versus all the moments that, that, that pop up. Um, when I was a kid, I remember leading a race and the engine broke. I'm like, and I, and I kicked the door of the car. I was like, car, just let me down. Grr. I was mad. You know, I was all tweaked. And my dad's like, what did you just do? And I looked at him. He looked at me. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's, that's not good. I remember that moment. And that's from that moment forward, it, you always respect your equipment. You always respect your guys and, and the team. And you, you give it your best effort no matter what happens. And so it's, it's hard to remember like that that worst moment, so to speak. Uh, you guys, I, I know you and your brother probably have had some, some goes at it. Like at back, I live in Nashville, and school is starting today. And I got to tell you, I am so excited that my kids are going to be back at school this morning because they can't fight all the time. Like my two oldest uh, kids, their brothers – and they go at it all the time. Do you and your brother, when you were growing up, did you guys drive your parents crazy? Uh, 
not really. I mean, we were seven years apart. That's something that not a lot of people know. And so when I was racing and going up through the, the step ladder of NASCAR rankings, um, he was, you know, three or four steps behind. So we never really competed much against each other until he made it to the top level. And so I don't know. I think we were pretty easy on our parents as far as uh, the, the brother rivalry. It, it just so happened to blossom when we got to the spotlight and under the microscope of NASCAR. You, uh, there's two kinds of athletes, I would say. There's athletes who seem to enjoy bathing in the adulation of a crowd, and there's an athlete who wants to hit a shot on the road and have everybody go exactly silent simultaneously. And you lean a little bit into the black hat, uh, I, I think, to a large extent. Is that kind of natural, or have you realized it's good for the show for NASCAR to have white hat and black hat style drivers um, in terms of the persona, would you rather be the guy in a basketball context who hits a shot and has everybody go crazy in the arena, or would you rather hit the shot and have there be total silence? Uh, shoot, I'm, I'm kind of like the middle. Um, I, I like to, to perform my job and, and to be the guy that just is somebody you always count on. And I'm not looking for the spotlight. I'm not looking to hush people. I just want to be that guy that's like, you know what, that's our driver because – we know he's going to get a top 10. We know he's going to be up front. We know we've got a shot at winning. And it's, it's nothing that I'm rubbing in people's faces. Um, but I, I guess I'm more of the guy that just doesn't want to let people down. Would you, do you think that uh, if you had, say, I know it's almost impossible to do uh, in an actual race while it's going on, but if there were a way to let drivers fight like hockey style, you know, where you guys go at it, but as soon as somebody hits the ground, you know, they get broken up like they do in the NHL. That'd be good or bad for NASCAR? Um, I, I like I like the, the concept that you're on, and it has to it has to fit all the right um, ingredients, right? I mean, I don't know when. I, I wish I followed hockey closer. I'm a big Golden Knights fan from growing up in Vegas, uh, but – when do they drop the gloves? What's the protocol? Because it usually happens third period. Uh, it's when one team is up by a bunch, and maybe it's just because they keep slapping goals right by the goalie or something, and it's like, no, that's disrespect. I, I think that's when it goes down, and that's what happens in NASCAR. But you really can't just stop the race and let you guys just fight. <laughs> usually happens uh, because it was a, a battle towards the end of the race, and maybe it was on the last lap where two guys took each other out. That's usually when you get a fight in NASCAR. The Bristol race, I've actually been out on the track. And if you stand on it and just look up, I don't think people really have a conception for, like, the, the basically you're driving sideways, right? I mean, uh, I mean, it, it's amazing. Um, when, when you get out on that track and it's night and the lights are on and everything else, uh, how, what is it like to hit one of those curves and be basically st sideways on your car? I mean, what does it feel like for people who are never going to have the opportunity to actually do it themselves? The, the best way to explain Bristol and NASCAR racing in general with the banking on our tracks, the way that the, the corners are curved and, and banked, is there's those freeway underpasses and how it's at that angle. And when you try to walk up it, you're like, man, I can't walk up that. And you put your car up on there. You actually have to uh, keep your speed up just to stay on the banking. But that gives you the speed through the corners. Uh, that produces the lap time. And that's, that's what we do as, as drivers and, and the teams is to perfect 
the, the car set up and to make sure that we're getting the best lap time possible. But the banking is insane. Bristol's 36 degrees. It's the highest out of any track. I mentioned earlier like the idea of having drivers square off because I do think that would be great for NASCAR. The other thing that I think would be great is sports gambling. Um, and I, I don't know if you have uh, have paid a lot of attention to it, but it seems like NASCAR is kind of leaning into the idea that you should be able to, as different states are allowing sports gambling to take place, uh, I, I think it could be huge for NASCAR for building a new audience to allow people to gamble on who's going to win these races. Does that make sense to you in terms of growing the business, that that would be something NASCAR could lean into? Yeah, I think it's it's been going on for a long time. Uh, people love NASCAR fantasy as far as uh, drafting and picking the different drivers for their finishing position or picking up spots during the race. Uh, it, it's been going on. I think it's just gaining traction, though, everywhere because of the, the legalized gambling and, and certain aspects uh, of our sport and, and different states and things like that. So it, it's a good attention grabber. I mean, it, it's like following it in a different level and, and ranking it up a little bit higher, and it, get, it gets people glued to the TV set and glued to their seats more so when they have another reason to, to follow it. We're talking to Kurt Busch. Uh, final question for you, Kurt. And again, he's got the Bristol night race going on, uh, one of the coolest events on the uh, NASCAR s- uh, schedule. For people who are listening to us right now and they have not watched a night race before, it's this time of year where people may be looking for something fun to do on Saturday night. What's something that they should be looking for uh, in terms of something that would bring in a casual viewer for Saturday night's race? Well, I mean, it's it's one of our marquee races. Uh, I think I said that earlier. Just the, the, the sheer energy from the Bristol night race. And then after this, we have a week off, and then it kind of kicks off our playoff run. Uh, we got the Southern 500. After that, uh, we go to Indianapolis for the 400-mile race. Uh, Vegas kicks off our playoffs. This is the time of year where you want to tune into NASCAR. You want to come to the races live and experience it and, and be there and just smell it and taste it and, <laughs> and, and feel the, the rumble of the cars when it's 40 cars tearing down into turn one for a restart. This is, this is that atmosphere of, of wanting to get into to our sport right now. So I encourage everybody to show up live. Outstanding stuff. Kurt Busch, go follow him on Twitter, at Kurt Busch. We'll be watching on Saturday night. Appreciate you getting up early for us on OutKick, and good luck uh, next time you get a square-off situation with another racer. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. That's Kurt Busch. I'm Clay Travis. So when we come back, let's dive back into the Baker Mayfield mess. We'll also unpack uh, the conversation we just had with Kurt Busch uh, and uh, many other directions to go. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Cue the music, Danny G. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. I have a bullet constrictor stuck to my face. And you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. All right, I was gone for a week. What built up? 
What do I need to know? I think this is the first time we've had an attack on a musician, a famous musician. Singer Mike Posner was airlifted to the hospital after being bitten by a rattlesnake. Who is Mike Posner? He is a Grammy-nominated singer and songwriter. Cue one of his songs here, Roberto. His hit, Cooler Than Me, from a few years ago. He also had a hit song, I Took a Pill in Ibiza. I took a pill in Ibiza. Yeah. All right. Cooler Than Me was the big hit from Yeah, him. I recognize that song. So he posted a video to Instagram this past Friday of him on a hospital gurney, and he says, that venom is no joke. He was able to get to the anti-venom in time, but he's going to have to stay in the hospital for a few days and not be able to walk Where for weeks. Where was he? According to his social media, he was walking across the U.S. as he was releasing a song in each state as a publicity thing. For now, he has to take time off and stay in bed because he can't even walk right now. Yeah, but I mean, this is, I actually am curious where and how he got bitten by a rattlesnake. I mean, that doesn't happen very often, right? Yeah, this CNN story doesn't say exactly where he was. I'll have to check and see if it Yeah, but says even if he was in the state, I mean, most people don't find themselves very close to a rattlesnake. Yeah, you're right. The article doesn't go into detail. It doesn't say Isn't exactly. Isn't that the first thing? When you hear that a famous singer was bitten by a rattlesnake, isn't the first thing you want to know? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, was he walking barefoot? Yeah, I mean, I, I again, rattlesnakes are relatively rare that you would get even in close proximity to one. And then to get bitten by one as a celebrity who's in the middle of promoting his new album, it seems pretty crazy to me. So I want to know the details of how this happened. I will uh, dig into that story. And then here's one. I don't know why a listener would send this to me. Actually, multiple listeners. A bear bites a sleeping boy on the face yeah, at a that's campground. You, that's because you tell us all the time about in, awful things that happen to kids. In Utah. This is part of our battle against animals. Utah wildlife officials are searching for a bear that bit a sleeping 13-year-old on the face at a campground in the Moab area. The incident happened last Friday along the Colorado River. The Utah- that's right. I just was in the Colorado River. Were you? Yeah, we were out in Colorado. We went on a rafting trip down the Colorado River. I bet you didn't see any bears. No, I wish I would have seen a bear. The young man was injured on his right cheek, they say, and his right ear. He was transported to a hospital for treatment. They say that they are currently trying to track this bear down. Because it attacked a human, it will be euthanized when it's located. The campground there has been closed, and warning signs have been posted. So again, I come with the question of how did the kid, while he was sleeping? Yeah. So did he bite him through the uh, through the tent, or like the tent was open and the bear came inside, or they were sleeping outside under the like in the like with no tent? You know, you're gonna go off on them, I know, and they probably deserve it. Both of these stories came from CNN, and they are lacking details. I mean, in isn't the that the question that you have in both of these stories that is is incredibly paramount? Okay, so you get a kid gets bitten by a bear while he's camping like while he's sleeping did the bear come into the tent did the bear did the kid was a kid sleepwalking was it like how did the kid get bitten by the bear that matters here and then i mean imagine if you're just a kid and you wake up and there's a bear attacking you uh and again this famous singer is attacked by a rattlesnake but where was he and how did this happen both of these are important aspects of the story and we don't have either of them well, this CTV here, they do a better job. Two-year-old girl hospitalized after a bear incident at the Vancouver Zoo. This toddler was airlifted to the hospital following an attack through the fence. What? Yeah. 
two-year-old Sophia and her mom were spending a nice sunny day together when a black bear attacked them at, or her at the Vancouver Zoo, which sent the toddler to the hospital in a helicopter. Is there video of this? There is not video. Sophia's father, Richard Hansen, told CTV News that uh, he received a frantic phone call from his wife who told him that their daughter was bitten by a bear through the enclosure. This seems like a flaw in the zoo. Yeah. Right? I mean, it seems like it would be a poorly designed bear cage if it's possible for a two-year-old to get attacked while visiting the zoo. As a result, she has a broken arm and she lost one of her fingertips. Oh! Yeah. She's going to require multiple surgeries. She's receiving care right now at BC Children's Hospital. An official statement says that the zoo's shock and sadness following the accident is immense and that they're working to gather all information possible regarding the incident. All information possible? You have a cage that allows a two-year-old to be attacked by a bear. That's all the information you need here. What about Danny G, defending Antonio Brown and bringing us awful stories about kids? That's what he does. We come back. Antonio Brown, crazy, or is this all for show on Hard Knocks? We'll dive back in. Also, Alex Marvez is going to join us. You make me sick, Danny G. This is OutKick. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.